Hi there, Steve here. Um, I'm no longer, for the time being, doing these um, coaching sessions. The 90-day challenge is over. Um, but today, I want to talk about English. And I'm going to do a number of videos about English. I thought of maybe doing them in Spanish or Japanese or some other language because a lot of people Spanish-speaking people, Portuguese-speaking people, Japanese-speaking, Chinese-speaking, Russian-speaking people learn English. Uh, but I will do them in English and I will speak slowly. Uh, if you use the um, captions, the subtitles here, you can then import this video into Link as a lesson so that you can hear what I'm saying, you can read what I'm saying, and you can listen to and read some of the examples that I will give so that you can work on your English. Now, when it comes to English or any other language, it's possible to write a big long grammar book. And I have such books. Here is one which is a very popular book on English grammar. It has lots of complicated explanations, exercises on every page. So, for example, I just opened the book here, noun, clause, independent clause, a clause is a group of words, an independent clause, subordinate clause. The more terms, grammar terms, I come up against, the more confused I get. What I need in learning other languages is examples. I don't need complicated grammar terms. I need examples of how things are said or written in the language. So that's what I'm going to try to do in English in a series of videos about English. If this is of interest to my viewers, I could also have coaching sessions just as we had during the 90-day challenge where I can talk about some aspect of English and people can get on and ask questions about things that give them problems in English. So, today I'm going to talk about ING, doing, giving, taking, being, all of the different uh, words in English that end in ing and some of the problems that people have with these words. Now it doesn't matter whether we call that a gerund or a verb or a noun, it doesn't matter. What we need to get a feel for, what we need to get used to is how do these words work. Now I googled the most common mistakes you know, learners make in English the most common ESL errors. You can Google this to see what the most common errors are if you're interested. ING is on most people's list. I chose the ING as an example because I had a conversation with a non-native speaker and she said, I am boring. She may be boring. I don't know. I don't find her boring, but 
what she when she says I am boring, she means that she as a person is a boring person. Of course, what she meant to say is I am bored. Okay. And we get this a lot. It's a very common mistake. People say, for example, I am interesting. I am interesting in movies. That is wrong. I am interested, interested, not I am interesting. She may be interesting. Maybe she's interesting. She has a lot to say. That would mean that she is interesting. But usually it's the movie and the book that are interesting and a person is interested or bored or excited, but not exciting. Someone may be exciting, but that's for me to say. The person says, I am excited about my trip. So it's very important and this is a very common mistake. And those words in particular, boring, interesting, exciting, very common for people to get them wrong. If you're talking about yourself, usually you are bored or interested or excited. And a movie might be boring. The movie is boring. The book is boring. The book is interesting. The movie is interesting. I am excited about my trip or this is an exciting movie. So that's the first and most obvious place where people confuse the ing word, which is basically the ing word. Again, you call it gerund or verb or whatever. It's kind of like a state. I am something. What are you? I am interesting. The book is interesting. Okay. Whereas if you are interested, it's like actually it's an action. I am interested. I am excited. Now, in the same conversation, this person said, to improve my English, I have to stop to read, or I think she said stop to read in Spanish. I have to stop to read in Spanish. That's wrong again. I have to stop reading in Spanish. If you stop to read, that means you're walking along and then you stop to read the sign. Stop to do something. Whereas you're going to stop reading. Now, I am sure that in many grammar books, you can find explanations of all the different situations where you need to say stop reading instead of stop to read and stuff. But, and this is a theme that a message that I will be repeating, we have to get used to how the language works. The explanations are difficult for us to understand until we already have a lot of experience with the language so that the, ex the explanation describes something that we already know. All right. So the main thing is to get used to the language. Now to get used to the language, if you are a member of link, I recommend, and you're dealing with this ING issue, I think you should save words, save words and phrases that contain the ing. So I am going is a phrase. I have been going is a phrase. Save all of these phrases in order to become familiar because the first step 
to getting used to, to becoming familiar with these problems that you may have, the first step is to be aware of them, to notice them. And you have to help yourself to notice them. And we're going to be in the next few videos, if these videos are interesting to you, mm -hmm, then I will be giving you many examples and you should try to remember some of these examples. The other thing you can do if you're not a member of Link is you can Google. So Google am interesting. Google am boring and see what you get. You won't get natural English phrases. You'll get some explanations about why this is a mistake. Whereas if you Google am interested, am doing, you'll see lots of examples of these phrases in use in natural contexts. So these kinds of activities, Googling the mistaken uh, uh, phrase, Googling the correct phrase, or saving phrases at link are all going to help you notice. And that's where it starts. Start by noticing. And the other thing is, you know, you're not going to be perfect overnight in English. So if you can focus on one problem at a time, you know, put your energy and effort into noticing and developing good habits about one problem and then the next problem, gradually your English will become more natural. So I will continue these uh, videos if there's interest and I look forward to hearing from you. Bye for now.